sharing what we're thankful for. Amen. You can be turning in your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. And last week we did, we heard some great testimonies from ordinary folks. Uh, they got up here and they shared what they were thankful for. So I want to continue along those lines this morning. Uh, and I, I'm not going to promise this, but I'm going to do my best not to preach very long. <coughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, that don't mean anything with Pastor John. But I do want us to spend uh, the next few moments talking about living thankful. The title of my message this morning is Living a Thankful Life. Living a Thankful Life. And really, if you think about it, you wouldn't really think that we would need to teach about something like this. We wouldn't need to teach on this subject, but we do have to teach on it. Why? Because we're living in a time where many people in our society think and feel like they're entitled to something instead of feeling thankful for something and everything. Amen? Listen, everybody look at me. If you have children, do not let your kids, your grandkids, or your great-grandkids grow up thinking and feeling that they're entitled to anything. Amen? Train them, up to grow, train them to grow up thinking they have an inheritance in the Lord Jesus Christ. But also train them up in the Word of God that says they are to be thankful for what they have before God will bless them with anything else. Can you say Amen. This Thursday uh, is a yearly reminder to people, oh yeah, man, I need to be thankful this week. Listen to me, you need to be thankful all the time. Amen. The Bible says we're to be thankful every day. We're supposed to be thanking God every day. Thanking God for his love, his mercy, and his forgiveness Thanking God for his sacrifice when he sent his son to redeem us. Thanking him for our redemption. And yes, thanking him for our provision. Now that last one, I use, I, that should be last. But a lot of times, even in many Christians' lives, the provision is first. And people count their blessings as well, what they have in the bank instead of what God is doing in their lives. And that should not be. Can I get an amen? You see, for every born-again Christian, being thankful should become a learned behavior. And really, it should become a habit to you. Amen. In other words, you as a born-again Christian should be addicted to being thankful. This church is addicted to thanking God. Can I get an amen? amen? And if you're new here this morning, you stick around long enough, you'll be thankful too. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Why is that so important, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. 
Because we live in a society where the majority of people don't even give God a second thought. Much less thank him for the breath that's in their lungs. Much less thank him for him even giving them life. Because they don't think about him. We're going to remind them. I said, we're going to remind them. Thank you, Brother Hans. <clears throat> I'm just going to step off my up there and just tell you something. This Thursday, you're going to be around family that you need to talk about thankfulness. Amen. Talking about the, the God that you're thankful for. Talking about the salvation that you're thankful for. Not just about the new car, the new house, or all the stuff God's given you, but thanking him for who he is. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you see, <clears throat> excuse me. Hallelujah. Yeah, you can turn it back on. <clears throat> see, if the, <clears throat> excuse me. If folks aren't careful, whether they're in the world and in society or they're in, sitting in this building or they're sitting in some other church, if folks aren't careful, when they start being thankful about the wrong things, then that, that what they're being thankful for will be passed along to their children. Because how many of you know your children are going to do what you do, not what you say do? Amen. If we're training them upright. Now, over the last few months, we've been talking about how we should be speaking the word in our church, every, I mean, in our home every day. That you men need to be sitting your families down and having Bible study in your own homes. That you women ought to be graciously reminding them to be the spiritual leader of the home. I should have got at least one amen from some woman in here. All of you just looking straight ahead. I ain't touching that one, Pastor. The Bible says we're to be thankful every day. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm addicted to God. I'm addicted to his word. I'm addicted to giving him, him thanks. Hallelujah. And if you want to get addicted to something, get addicted to his word. Get addicted to thanking him. Amen. So we should ask ourselves this morning, am I thankful? And listen, I may say I'm thankful. You can say you're thankful. But are you living a life of thankfulness? Are you going through your day thanking God? Do you get up in the morning thanking God? Or do you get up in the morning, first thing you do is go brush your teeth and then have your coffee. And then on your way to work, oh, doggone it, Pastor wanted me to thank God this morning. Being thank is more than just saying thank you. Being thankful or even being unthankful for that matter is an attitude of your heart. You have to be thankful in your heart before you'll ever let thanksgiving and words of thanks come out of your mouth. How many of you know that? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
So if there ain't nothing ever coming out of your mouth about being thankful, guess what's not in your heart? Wow. Let's move on. Being thankful is having an attitude of gratitude. Being thankful is having an attitude of praise. Being thankful is having an attitude of worship. Being thankful is an unconscious act of expressing thanksgiving. It's expressing thanksgiving toward a God who not only created us, but towards a God who also gives us everything. Can you say amen? Second Peter 1.3 says this. It says, by his divine power has he given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. That ought to be a memory verse in your life. That because of you getting born again, you have been given everything that heaven has to offer. Everybody should have said amen to that. Listen, if that is the truth, and I believe it is, then don't you think from the time we wake up in the morning until the time we go to bed at night, we ought to be living our life thankful to a God that created us? I'm just asking, asking for a friend. Jesus wants to know what your heart is. Matter of fact, Jesus already knows what your heart is. How many of you are already thinking, you know something, man, I believe I could probably live more thankful toward God. Listen to me. When you and I learn to live a thankful life 24-7, then we will create around us and in us an atmosphere of God's love. We will create around us and in us an atmosphere, an atmosphere of God's peace and joy. We will create around us and in us an atmosphere that will receive God's blessings toward us. Can you say amen to that? And when I, <clears throat> excuse me, and when I say live a thankful life, I'm not talking about expressing thankfulness when somebody does something good for you. That's good, and that's right. How many of you know that? We're supposed to thank people when they do something good for us. Amen? But what I'm talking about this morning <clears throat> is something beyond that. I'm talking about having an attitude of gratitude, having an attitude of thankfulness, regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless of whether people do something for you. Amen? Amen regardless of your financial situation. See, a lot of people don't even give God praise unless, or, and thank you until he does something for him, until he pays a bill for him. Oh, thank you, Father. Okay, go back to the closet. I'll, I'll bring you out next time I have a bill to pay. Don't shout me down there just because I'm preaching. You praise God and you give thanks to God regardless of your financial status. You praise him and give him thanks regardless of what your body is telling you. I'm talking about having a heart so full of love and gratitude for, for, towards God that regardless of what your circumstances in life may be, that you, your purpose, that you purpose in your heart to be thankful. Are you with me? And I know I'm preaching to the choir. You ought to be taking notes. Because this Thursday, you ought to repeat this sermon to your family. Yeah. 
those family members that don't ever think about God, they have a reason to be thankful. If everybody just takes a little breath in, then you can say, thank you, Jesus. Because without him, you wouldn't even be breathing right now. Amen. Hallelujah. So then thankfulness and really being thankful has nothing to do with my status in life. It has nothing to do with what I do or don't have. It has nothing to do with whether God has or has not done something for me this today or in my life. I'm thankful because he has given me my life. Amen. Being thankful, my brothers and sisters, <clears throat> is the driving force of my life. And it's the driving force of my life because of what, not only what he's done, but of his goodness toward me, of his love toward me, of his mercy toward me. How many of you could be thankful for the mercy that's been dealt out to you? Can I see a show of hands? The rest of you might need to get saved. We ought to be thankful for everything. Amen. I'm not being ugly, guys. I'm just telling you, you should, you should look forward to opportunities to say, thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for me. Amen. Not just on Sundays, but with your buddies down at the barbershop or your buddies down at the pool hall. Are you ladies down at the beauty shop giving God thanks everywhere and in everything? Can you say amen? I'm thankful for everything God has done. My thankfulness towards God is not for what he gives me on a daily basis. It's not for what he gave me 2,000 years ago when he sent his son to die on the cross for me. My thankfulness toward God is because what he's already done in this church, in my life, in your lives. How I many of you know I thank God for what he's doing in you? Yeah. That was such a blessing last Sunday. Yeah. I, you know what encourages a pastor? For you to get up and say something that God's done for you. For you to say, hey, pastor man, next year, can I, can I get up there? Yeah. I have so much to be thankful about. And yes, you can't do that in a mega church, but we're a, we're a family church. And the Bible says you overcome them by what? By the blood of the lamb and the what? The word of your testimony. So you're covered with the blood of the lamb. But there's a two part to that. And the word of your testimony. So if you're never testifying about Jesus, just saying. I can see a lot of smiles on people's faces because I've just turned down your street and I'm standing in front of your house and I'm preaching to you. Amen. But you got, I got good news for you. I park in front of my house every Sunday. Hallelujah. But we ought to be thankful toward God. Amen. We ought to be thankful for what our Savior did. We ought to be thankful for the price that Jesus paid. That Jesus died so you and I wouldn't have to. Can you say amen to that? And this gratitude attitude 
or this grateful attitude should be expressed in our lives continually. And we're going to see that in the scriptures this morning. My brothers and sisters, listen to me. Being thankful is a powerful spiritual force in your Christian life. And it should never, ever, ever be neglected. Thankfulness should never be neglected. And again, we're going to see that in the scriptures because too often we see so many Christians go days, weeks, months, and sometimes even years not really thanking God. Not really thanking God for their salvation. Not really thanking God that he delivered them <clears throat> from the lust of their flesh. Whether it be alcohol, drugs, anger, depression. They never go, they never say, open their mouths and say, thank you for anything out loud. But God wants us to testify before our other men, uh, other Christians, right? Amen. They never thank him for his grace and his mercy. They're never really thanking God and thanking Jesus for what he did for them when really the Bible says we are to be thankful continually. I'm not just saying, I'm not just uh, talking about saying thank you more. It's about developing a lifestyle of thanksgiving. It's about having a longing for God. It's about having a sincere love for God. It's about having a continual awareness of not only who he is, but what, for what he's doing in your life. It's about having a heart full of gratitude. And when your heart is full of gratitude, then you're going to express that gratitude through your faith and trust in him. You're going to express that through your diligence to seek his wisdom and read his word. You're going to express that through your commitment to follow his wisdom. It's one thing to read his wisdom. It's another thing to follow the wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. You'll express yourself through your commitment to follow Jesus Christ. You'll express yourself through your faithful, faithfulness to never, ever quit. Amen. How many of you know there be a lot of failures in heaven, but there won't be one quitter? Amen. I'm not a quitter. I failed many times. And I might fail more times, but I keep getting up. And I keep at it. Amen. So let's look at this. That was my introduction. Let's look at this in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. And again, we touched on this last week. Say amen when you're there. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 16. It says, rejoice always. Rejoice when? Always. Turn to your neighbor and say, always rejoice. Verse 17. Pray without ceasing. Isn't that amazing? Sometimes we can't even get people to pray over their food. Just saying. Don't look at your, don't look at your spouse. Amen. I have men come up after service going, man, you know she broke one of my ribs when 
she gouged me in the... <laughs> Pray without ceasing. And that don't mean we lock ourselves in our prayer closet all day long. But it does mean that we are to be in a constant fellowship with our Heavenly Father. Can you say amen? See, that's what prayer is. It's fellowshipping with Him. Just talking to Him, guys. Listen, Jesus talked really against those who just multiply words over and over and over and over and over again. So you don't have to pray like that. Just talk to him like he's your daddy because he is. Amen. I talk to him like he's my dad. And he listens. We sang that song. He always hears us. But he can't hear you if you're never saying anything. I could go one step further. I'm not going to really go down this road because I'm trying to keep it on a positive note, but he don't want to hear you complaining. He don't want to hear you constantly asking him for stuff. Do this for me. Do that for me. He wants you praising him because of who he is. That he's the creator of the universe. And without him, let me look at everybody in this room and just tell you, look at me, you would be nothing without him. Amen. I would be nothing without him. He gives us everything and asks nothing in return other than we worship him and thank him. Hallelujah to Jesus. Look at this in verse 18. It says, in everything, give thanks. In how many things? Everything. everything. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. How many of you know, want to know what God's will for you is? It just said it. In everything, give him thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. So what's God's will for you? What's God's will for me and all other Christians? Everybody say, to give him thanks. Amen. Notice he says, in everything give thanks. Listen to me. He did not say, for everything give thanks. Did he? So we give thanks in everything not for everything. Are you still with me? Yeah. Amen. How many know you wouldn't give God thanks for cancer? How many of you know you wouldn't give God uh, thanks for you losing your job? How many of you know you wouldn't give God thanks for anything negative or harmful? He didn't say give God thanks for it. He's talking about giving God thanks in it. Amen. Everybody say, give God thanks in it, not for it. Amen. For example, let's say sickness comes on a person. They would not say, Lord, you told me to be thankful. So I must, uh, so I just want to thank you for whatever this illness is. 
because I know you gave it to me. Lord, it's such a blessing to have this illness. No, they would say, Father, I thank you right now that your healing power is working in my body. And Father God, I thank you that 1 Peter 2.24 says that by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. What are they doing? They're thanking God in the situation, not for the situation. Are you with me? Now, I asked permission to do this, but just this past week, and this is an example of how this church prays. And I want to preface this by saying this. When we have life and death situations in this church, there's not but a handful of people we call. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because there's only a handful of people that know how to pray. Amen. Miss Brenda, would you come up here and be with me for a moment, please? Just this past week, we had had uh, someone give us a a prayer request. Actually, it was Miss Susan. And you want to read the the prayer request for us? Well, I'll just briefly explain. Um, They had a dear friend that's a horseman, a lady that's been on horses, riding horses all of her life, went to their old uh, cowboy church, but she had a horse accident. So, of course, she had uh, brain injury, a lot of bad reports. Uh, It was just devastating. Right, Miss Susan? And little by little, uh, we've been declaring uh, healing and health and uh, uh, everything. So we've been getting reports, and it's been... uh, I, I don't know, just a little bit of movement, just a little bit here and there. And the other day, uh, I'm sorry. And it was movement after the doctor said there was no oh, yeah. hope. The, the doctor said that she was probably going to be a vegetable, um, so forth and so on. And uh, I got so excited. I got this, this report the other day at 914. She says another report from Jake, I guess is the son says, miracles from God keep happening. Mom just told the doctor her name and her birth date, and she gave me a huge smile. And, you know, I had read that. Pastor was in his office studying, and I honestly at home, I don't even go in. I I don't go in and interrupt him, um, not even when he comes out for a little break and tell him daily stuff. I I don't because, anyway... um, so I waited until it was the opportune time. But while I'm waiting, in my waiting, woo, I tell you, the Holy Spirit just so enlightened me. You know, that the, the, the truth is, in a situation like that, if you don't know how to pray, if nothing else, all you can say is, you know what, God, you're going to turn this situation around. Now, here's the scenario. So if the family got death sentence on the loved one. Amen. So the family, they're all Christians. So the family is looking at mom and it looks grim, right? By all outer appearance, it looks grim. So I I likened it to uh, when when Moses was was interceding and praying, Aaron and Ur was his name. Uh, when he got tired, they held his hands up. Amen. So that's what we do. People from afar, whenever you really have a, a need, you want to call people that can 
reach the throne room of God. Amen? And it's by the Holy Spirit. So we are the ones holding up the family's hands that are every day looking at that situation. By all outer, uh, obvious, by the outer looks of it, could say what the doctor said, say what they see, everything. Couldn't they? But no, if you can't, pray right. If nothing else, God, I thank you that you're going to turn this situation around in the name of Jesus. Say, doctor, okay, I respect your medical profession and I see what you say, but you know what? God's going to turn this situation around. God's going to turn this situation around. Amen. She shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Look at all of the people that she's touching. Amen. So I guess that's, that's it. Well, I got so excited I had to go in there, and we just had church right in there in the office. Um, anyway, want to say more? I don't know. That looked like, would you go sit down, and I'll finish out the service. Amen. Amen. Brother, that's exactly why, and if we don't have any more, that's exactly why we put that little but God wristband in every gift that we give away. By the way, all the visitors, you can take that gift card. I mean, the <laughs> card out there and we got a gift for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm so excited about this message. You know, if nothing else, just to hear that testimony. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And guys, we're not being critical of you if, if you're still learning how to pray. Listen to me. If you read your Bible, the Bible says they were in one accord when they prayed. Amen? Amen. So you can't just pray on your own. We're not going to want you to pray on your own. We want you to pray what we put out there. We want you to repeat the words exactly. Not say, well, she may or may not die, but, you know, we're just going to believe for the best. I mean, you know, you wouldn't want somebody like that praying over you. Amen. <laughs> this is a joke. It turned into a joke. But here a while back, a couple of weeks ago, I had a little issue with my heart. And Miss, Miss Susan, she's just so sweet. <laughs> she didn't even think about it, but she said, you know something, Pastor, that happened to my dad too, and he died. <laughs> she said, oh my gosh. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But he didn't go to the doctor. Amen. Hallelujah. I love you, Miss Susan. She's a prayer warrior. You want her on your team if you ever have something grave happen in your family or in your own life. Amen. Hallelujah. That was a great testimony. <clears throat> now I need to find out where I was. Hallelujah. Here's what I want you to remember. We don't thank God for our situations. We thank God in our situations. Let's change gears. Say you do have a financial situation. Thank God in it, not for it. Amen? Say something like, Father God, I thank you that Philippians 4.19 says, you supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So, Father God, I thank you that all of my needs are met. Not going to be met, but are met. 
and that you're turning this financial situation around. That's what Miss Bradley just talked about. We need, need to proclaim that whatever we get in, that God can and will and is turning it around. Can you say amen? But the thing of it is, do you see and hear my words? Father, I thank you. And then I speak the word of God, a scripture over my situation. That's why it is uh, vital. And this is why we teach it, especially on Wednesday nights. If you're missing Wednesday nights, the Bible says to get God's word down in your heart. The Bible does you no good when it's still on the page. The Bible does you no good while it's still in your pea brain. Amen. I'm just talking about me. I see though, I don't have a pea brain. You do if you ain't reading your Bible. <clears throat> just saying. We got to get the word in our heart. That's why I encourage our <laughs> Wednesday night folks, and they're learning. How many of you Wednesday night folks know there's going to be a test every Wednesday night? <laughs> we have pop quizzes all the time just to see if you're listening and see if you're paying attention. Amen. Hallelujah. But do you see my words? We thank God in it, not for it. Well, pastor, I really don't think people thank God for their sickness. Don't they? Question mark. Maybe not in those exact words, but they say silly stuff like, well, I guess God put this on me to show me something. I guess this is my cross to bear. All that religious garble. You know, I've never read where Jesus told anyone, well, I'd really like to heal you, but my father probably uh, just trying to show you something. That's why he put it on you, so I can't heal you. My word can't heal you, or you just ain't going to learn nothing. Now, how many of you think we serve a God that would say something like that to you? Then why would anyone, or why would you let any of your family members who never read the Bible say something like, well, I guess God put this on me to teach me. You should boldly speak up right there and say, no, he don't. My God don't put no kind of disease on people. There's a devil out there. He's the one that's trying to kill you. Just saying. No, Jesus said that he healed. The Bible says that Jesus healed all that came to him in faith. In faith. Everybody say, in faith. You have to go to Jesus in faith. And the only way you'll ever build up your faith and develop your faith is to read, meditate, study, and speak God's word. It will, your faith will not grow without those things. Amen. So he healed everybody that came to him in faith. Can you say amen? Amen. Religion. I have absolutely no use for it. That's why I tell everybody that comes to this church, you leave your denomination, whether it be Pentecostal, Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran, Episcopal, whatever it is, you leave that 
denomination out there and bring Jesus in with you. Amen. Because we're going to worship Jesus in here. We're going to be doers of the word in here. Amen. Got no use for religion. You know why? I'm glad you asked. Because it teaches people to make excuses for God. Instead of teaching them to develop, to develop their faith in God and his word. Are you with me? You see, first, we must have faith to receive. And then secondly, we must live a thankful life. Look at this in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter number 13. Hebrews 13, verse number 15. Say amen when you're there. It says, therefore, by him. Who are they talking about? Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Therefore, by him, talking about Jesus, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips. Underline that in your Bible. That the fruit of our lips... That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. I'm going to read that again. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Notice what's supposed to be coming out of our mouth. Notice praise and giving thanks should be coming out of our mouth. Notice it don't say Praise and give thanks as long as things are going your way. It don't say praise and give thanks as long as people are treating you like you think you need to be treated. It don't say praise and give thanks to God when he's blessing you financially. It says give thanks to God continuously. Well, I don't give God praise when I feel like it. Amen? It says, always. It says quite the contrary. It says by him, not by John's feelings, or not by your feelings, not by your emotions, but by him. Why? Because your feelings and your emotions will lie to you. Amen. My feelings and my emotions will lie to me because they're not of God. Now, I don't, somebody will come up to me and say, well, isn't joy an emotion? Isn't that from God? Come on, folks. You know what I'm talking about. See, you may not know it or you may know it, but sometimes your feelings won't want to give God thanks. <laughs> Sometimes your feelings may not want to thank God in some situations. Sometimes your feelings may not want to praise God in the midst of the storm. But the good news is, it says by him. So it's by and through what Jesus did for me and what he did for you that we can offer a sacrifice of praise. Can you say amen? 
Let me say this. It's a choice. In every situation in your life and in my life, we have a choice on what we're going to do. We can murmur and complain. We can make excuses why things happen in our life, or we can just praise God and give him thanks in that situation. Amen. How many of y'all have ever given a sacrificial praise? Given a sacrificial praise that you really didn't feel like praising him. But you knew you ought to because Pastor John said it and the word says it. And you won't, don't want word to get back to Pastor John. Let me tell you something. It's not for me that you praise God. It's for you. I'm not asking you to do it for me. I'm asking you to do it and telling you to do it because of you. Because things will not turn around in your life as long as you murmur and complain about things. They only turn around, like Miss Brenda said, when you start giving praise and thanksgiving in the situation. I should have got at least two amens. I got one. Thank you, baby. She's got to give me one. She's been married to me 51 years. Hallelujah. There is a God, right? Had to be for her to put up with me that long. Hallelujah. It says, offer a sacrifice of praise. That's a choice. So that means sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you may not feel like giving God praise, but you do it anyway. Amen. That morning when you felt like pulling the covers over your face and say, I don't want to face today. But you didn't. You threw the covers off and you said, thank you, Jesus, that you give me life and you give it to me more abundantly. Thank you, Lord, that I can meet this day and I know that you walk with me and talk with me. I know I'm filled with the Holy Ghost that's going to lead and guide me into everything I need to go into today, Lord God. I thank you that you never leave me nor forsake me. Giving thanks to God. Having an attitude of thanksgiving. That time when you, want to give that, you wanted to give that person a piece of your mind. But instead, you gave them a piece of your heart. They said something ugly and you, you go, well, I love you. <laughs> You're saying it for yourself, not for them. Amen. You're saying it because you want to be obedient to God. Amen. How I many you know that's a sacrifice? <laughs> When somebody says something ugly to you and you return it with an I love you. Yeah. And I don't love you because you're saying nice things to me. I love you because Jesus said to love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my spirit and all my soul. And he said love you like I love myself. How many of you love yourself? I'm not meaning that in the Self-centered way. I'm talking about loving as Christ loves us. Amen. The Amplified Version in that verse 15. I'm doing my best to hurry. You're going to need to listen quicker. It says, through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times. Everybody say all times. Let us constantly and at all times 
offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips. Now watch this. It is the fruit of our lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. Wow. See there, you don't do it because people will deserve it. You do it to glorify him in you. Amen. That's why I'm encouraging you to do this, this Thanksgiving, this, this season we're going through. Start instilling in your family why they should be giving thanks to God. Not for the stuff, but for the stuff giver. Amen. Amen. Give him thanks that no matter what the situation I may be going through, my lips are not going to murmur. No matter what situation I'm going to go through, and this is what you could be saying too, no matter what situation I'm going through, I'm not, my lips will not be complaining. No matter what situation I'm going through, I am not going to speak and my lips will not speak negative over that situation. But instead, my lips will be praising and giving thanks unto God that he brings me through and to the other side of my situation. Can you say amen? amen. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. Praising God in the midst of your situation is what will get you through that situation. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. That's good. That's okay to say amen. It's okay to say. This ain't me up here. This is the Holy Ghost speaking through me, guys. Amen. I'm learning just as much as you are. But just like sitting in this church building, when you hear something that you know is truth, give God some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. You see, in those times when things in your life may look their darkest, is the time when you need to raise your hands to heaven and give God your best praise. There was an old saying that, uh, not an old saying, but a saying that we heard in a former church. It says, in those times when nothing seems to be working out for you and nothing seems to be going right for you in your life, the Word of God says, Praise your way through. Sometimes all of us need to praise our way through the situation. Can you say amen? amen. Now, I told you I wasn't going to preach long. I'm going to try to hurry a little bit. Hallelujah. Look at this in Colossians chapter number two. For all the, our visitors, and the Bible says to always... Confirm the word with two or three witnesses. That's why your pastor gives you the word of God, not my opinion. Amen. That's why I give you more than one or two scriptures each Sunday. Because I want to confirm God's word. Because it's the same message, guys. For those who are taking the time to read your Bible from the book of Acts to the book of Revelations, God is talking to the church. Amen. How many of you know you're the church? So you're, God's talking to you in these verses. So you ought to read them that way. That this is God's personal love letter to you. 
He's trying to show you in his word what will get you through your situations. See, he knows there's a devil in this earth. And he knows that devil is out after every human being on this planet. The only thing that you and I have uh, above and uh, beyond what those out in the world have is we have the word of God. Amen. That as I told you earlier, the word won't do you no good until it gets in here. Intellectual people cannot understand God's word because they're too smart for their own britches. Everybody heard that? You're just too smart for your britches. Intellectual people, God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. That means everybody's. So there ain't nobody in this room smarter than God. Amen? So if we're not smarter than God, maybe we ought to pay attention to God. Just saying. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 6. says, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so what? Walk in him. Isn't that amazing? So walk in him. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught. Now look at this. Abounding in it. With what? Thanksgiving. The Amplified Version says, have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him, fixed and founded in him, being continually built up in him, becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith just as you were taught and, and abounding and overflowing in it, what, they're, what are they abounding in? In him, with thanksgiving. Amen? This right here is confer- confirmation that you will not grow in your faith unless you are in him. Everybody say, in my Bible. Because that's him. Amen. So notice we are abounding, overflowing, and established in faith with thanksgiving. Can you see how our faith and our thankfulness in God are tied together? Can everybody see that? If you can see it, say amen, or I got to go back to page one. In other words, when I, and I'll just use me, when I live my life with an attitude of thanksgiving, And with an attitude of thankfulness, it's going to help develop my faith. Why? Because each and every day, I'll spend more and more of my time thanking God for what's in his word. Amen? And claiming that word for myself. Saying things like, Father God, I thank you for who you are in my life. I thank you for that your word is working mightily in my life. Father, I thank you for a godly marriage and a godly wife. Father God, I thank you for godly kids, godly grandkids, and great caring kids. Father God, I thank you for restoration in my life. I thank you that things are changing in my life for the better. I thank you for opening doors in my life that need to be opened, and I thank you for closing those doors that need to be closed. Father God, I thank you for your love. 
I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your joy. And I thank you for your favor. You see, living a thankful life means I wake up every morning with an attitude of thanksgiving in my heart. Amen? Am I perfect in doing that? No. Do I have to make a conscious effort, effort at times to be thankful in some situations that come my way every day? Yes. Do I sometimes fall short in my efforts? Yes. But here's the thing. I don't quit. I'm not going to be a quitter. One of these days, I'm going to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what he's going to say to me? You didn't quit. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. How many of you want to hear those words? How many of you know there's another side of that equation? How many of you don't want to hear those? How many of you don't know what those words are? I want pastor to tell you. He's either going to say one or two things. Well done, good and faithful servant. Or depart from me, for I never knew you. In other words, we never had a relationship. That's why we teach what we teach in this church. It's not about saying you're saved. It's about living saved. It's not about saying you're ready to go. It's about living ready to go. Can you say amen to that? Hallelujah. Oh, see, we all fall short of the glory of God. But when I do, I just get up. I ask my heavenly father to forgive me and I keep moving forward with him. And that's all he expects of any of us. He says, if you'll just confess your sins before me and ask for forgiveness, I am faithful to forgive. Amen. Amen. In closing, in closing, my brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you Be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Don't just take this message today as another message by, at Hill Country Cowboy Church. Let this message today fall into your heart. Get it into your heart and change your attitude about yourself to an attitude of thanksgiving toward God. Amen? In other words, do your best to live a thankful life. Not just this coming week, not just around your family, not just this holiday season, but learn and do your best to be a thankful or live a thankful life for the rest of the time that you have on this planet. Time is short. So that may not be as long as you think, but until we leave, live a thankful life. Can you say amen? Let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. How many of you know it's quiz time? Pop quiz. And listen to me real closely. And I'm going to have everybody bow their head and close their eyes. 
that way, only you and God knows how you're fixing to answer this question. If you heard this message today, and you would like to live a more thankful life, if something has touched your heart to say, you know something, I need to change for the better. And I want, I want to start living more thankful toward God. With every head bowed and every eye closed, nobody looking around, if that is you or that's you by live stream, I want you to raise your hand and put it right back down. I should see almost every hand in the building because we can all grow, can't we? You got to admit where you're at before you'll ever move from where you're at. Amen. I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for Jesus Christ who died for my sins. I thank you that he is my Lord. I thank you that he is my Savior. Jesus, show me in your word what you want me to do, and I'll do it. I won't try to argue with it. I won't change it to fit my lifestyle. I'll just do it. Help me this coming week and for the rest of my life to live thankful in front of everyone I come in contact with. In your precious name I pray. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord another clap offering. Hallelujah. I want my bride to come back up here. <clears throat> Thank you, brother. Go stand with your bride. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> well, I just, I didn't need him playing anymore to say what we want to say. We want to say thank you to you. Thank you for being such a godly congregation. Thank you for all the things that you do for Miss Brenda and I. We pray and give thanks that you will have a blessed and a thankful Thanksgiving. Amen. And that you will be a witness to everyone in your family of what God's love really is. Can you say amen to that? Amen. We love y'all. Y'all have a blessed week. We'll be traveling this week. So y'all keep us in your... Well, let's just pray right now for everybody's going to be traveling. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are going to get to go see family this week. Father God, we thank you for a traveling favor. We thank you, Father God, that you protect us and keep us until we uh, come back together again as the family of God. Father God, we know that you are our protection. We know that you will protect us, not only going, but coming. That we're blessed going in and we're blessed coming out. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You wanted to say something.